You're listening to episode 156 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here, and today we are going to have a little bit of a quick episode. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about mental health today. I feel like there hasn't been quite as much of a focus on mental health uh, as much lately, and there was a couple things that were coming up that I really wanted to address. First, I want to remind you that the Podcasting for Impact course is open. So if you want to start a podcast, if you have any interest in starting a podcast, this is the course that is going to walk you through everything from all the technical stuff that can really scare us and stop us in our, in our tracks. Things like how to edit and uh, cover artwork and laying out episodes and all of those different types of things, all the way up to things like growing your business with the podcast. So building the podcast to grow your business around it, uh, building relationships with people and how to interview guests. All of these things are combined within the course. And there's a VIP option that also allows you to work directly with me one-on-one as well. So you can get the course itself and then you can also have access to me if you go with the VIP option. So all of the information is over at podcastingforimpact.com. Everything will also be listed in the show notes and I can't wait for you to check it out. Okay, so let's talk about what to do when someone tells you that they're struggling with their mental health. And today's episode is not so much as what to do as much as it is what not to do. And something that I want to give kind of a a gentle reminder about is when somebody does tell you that, don't undermine it. Don't question it or minimize it or make them feel like you know better than they do. You know, that you know better about their situation or something like that. Like don't try to explain it to them or patronize them or you know, immediately launch into a situation you've experienced that you feel was practically the same (laughs) because we've, we've all done that (laughs) where somebody will explain to us something. And then we we're like, Oh my God, that happened to me too. Like this, this very similar thing. And then we want to immediately tell somebody about it. And I get it. It's, it's a human instinct. And I am the first one to admit that I have been guilty of that time and time again. And I'm sure I will continue to be uh, at times in the future as well, but it's something that I'm really consciously trying to practice that I, I don't do that because everyone experiences life in different ways. Even when some of those experiences are shared and therefore seem very similar. And we need to remember to take it seriously when someone tells us that they're struggling and not to just hear what someone says, but to actually listen to what they're saying open yourself up enough to truly listen and then offer them a safe space to open up. That's what, what real listening does is people feel safer opening up within the confines of that kind of a discussion. 
and invite them to tell you what they're going through if they're comfortable doing so or simply be there for them rather than placing judgment on it. And I know that, that you know we've come such a long way with mental health overall as a society that you're, you're probably nodding along to this. Like, of course, I wouldn't question it or minimize it. But the fact is we're all judgmental beings. We all are. And something that isn't a big deal to us and seems potentially even incredibly trivial could be a massive trigger for underlying issues that you know nothing about too. Something that sometimes we can take things really personally and I'm the very first one to admit how hard it is not to take something personally. But at times we have to kind of remind ourselves that not everything is about us. And that person who maybe is behaving a little bit oddly um, for, for their usual, compared to their usual behavior, I mean, uh, you know, anyone who's not, who's snapping at you or just not, clearly it seems like they got up on the wrong side of, of the bed, <laughs> right? We can be super judgmental about that. And it's hard not to because it's hard to not take that personally. But Sometimes we have to remember, you know, that person could have gotten really shitty news. They might have had a terrible day or week. They could be in complete turmoil on the inside and you just happen to be near enough to be on the receiving end to be part of it. And I am absolutely not excusing poor behavior. I'm not excusing it whatsoever. It's unacceptable regardless of circumstances, but we're all human. And there's a part of us that needs to be a little bit understanding and it's kind of like like the pot calling the kettle black too because if we're giving someone else a hard time for being shitty to somebody can we really say that we have never ever done that ourselves right like we've all had those days we've all had moments where we spoke a few words too sharply to somebody or we responded in a momentary flash of anger that had nothing to do with the person it came out on it's, it's funny, I saw something on Instagram the other day that was kind of trying to highlight one of the many differences between anxiety and depression as well. And it really reminded me, when I was putting this episode together, it really, I thought about this. And the anxious person, so it was like a little cartoon of, of two people and, and they were kind of sort of trying to comfort each other. And one of them was kind of labeled the anxious person. And the anxious person, so-called, was saying that they were worried that everyone hated them. Whereas the other person who was labeled as the depressed person, uh, they, the depressed person was saying that they didn't think anyone even cared enough about them to notice. And it was really this stark contrast between how different people can be, how, how differently people can be affected depending on the particular issue that they're struggling with. And when we use the term mental health, that covers everything. Essentially, that, that's if you talk about someone's just health in general. Or if you say physical health and you expect that to mean the same thing for every person, it, <laughs> that's just not the case. So we all know this. But for some reason, I think that we forget that sometimes when we refer to mental health. And we forget what a wide, wide range of various issues and struggles can come up and fall under the category of mental health because mental health is everything. And when it comes down to the, the difference that that particular, um, I guess you'd call it a meme, but it wasn't really a meme per se, uh, was trying to highlight was that it's all about perception. 
And the other thing with all of this is that sometimes we can look at people that we think are so strong outwardly that we forget that they're human too. That just because they can come across as sort of this pillar of strength and are in fact very strong people, we forget that they struggle as well and that you might not always be seeing what's going on behind the curtain too. I've definitely experienced this and I've seen people in my life struggle with this as well where they've been known for their emotional strength and resilience to the point where people always assume that they're fine, that they'll figure it out and that they'll manage. And, and many times this is true, but undermining the work that it takes to get to that point isn't going to serve anyone either. And it's also really difficult to move through something just like it would be for anybody when something is actually happening, when you're in the moment of, of experiencing something shitty or you're having something trigger you or a boundary has been crossed for you, whatever that looks like, that doesn't mean that somebody who is known for being so-called strong, like emotionally or whatever, it doesn't mean that they don't struggle just like anyone else does. And when it comes to poor behavior, I wanted to kind of touch on this. The whole saying around hurt people hurt people, it's, it's true. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's also a cop-out. And I, I try to not even use that, that phrase because it removes the responsibility of the hurt, so-called hurt person, to take ownership of their actions as well to change their behavior, to do the work, to figure out their shit so that they can stop projecting it onto others. And that saying, hurt people, hurt people, can also go a number of different ways. And, and it's often to help ourselves realize that we can't take everything so personally, which can be helpful. Again, that's fine. And But not only is it then also how we excuse poor behavior. And on top of that, to me, it kind of writes off the other person as damaged somehow too. Like the person who is doing the hurting, we're just kind of writing them off with a handful of words. Like, oh, hurt people, hurt people. Like that person is. That person behaved in a shitty way. Uh, they're clearly hurt and therefore, what, damaged? Like is, I, I don't think that that's how we intentionally mean it when, but when we say it sometimes, but that's how it can kind of come across. So I would advise you to maybe think twice before you use something like that because our words really do matter. Our words and our language matter a great deal. And overall, the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this very short little quick episode is number one, to be kind. Just be kind. It doesn't take a lot. There are very small kindnesses that you can show someone that don't take much for you and they cost next to nothing. Uh, number two is to give the benefit of the doubt. And number three is to just listen without judgment and truly listen. Don't just hear people, but actually listen and give them the space to share what they need to share, to share what's on their heart with you. Because um, if, if they don't sense that it's a safe space to open up, they won't. I wouldn't. And we're all like that. We, we aren't going to open up if we feel like it's not a safe space to do so. So be kind, give the benefit of the doubt and listen without judgment. And the reason why I'm releasing this episode now is because we're headed into the holidays as well. And the holidays are a very stressful period of time. I would argue that 
just kind of like overall as a society, they tend to be one of the most stressful times of the entire year. <laughs> and there are a lot of people that can have a really, really hard time around the holidays. It's not all fun and celebrations and, and you know, amazing uh, family dinners and all this for everybody. It can actually be one of the hardest times of the year. So this was kind of on my heart lately. And then with holidays coming up as well, I just wanted to offer this quick little reminder that if someone is struggling, just don't question it. Um, take, take it at face value rather than showing your own judgment towards it. Like, oh, they shouldn't be upset about that because blank. So be kind, give the benefit of the doubt and listen without judgment. Okay. Thanks so much guys. Talk to you Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.